Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, no, I can't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, everybody. Welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie, and joining us this week is GB from Ireland. The Agwes August Connors of Tartu, Tartu Gamma. What was that, bro? I didn't know. It just didn't make any sense to me what you said there. It's like, if you know, you know. Oh, right, right. I'm saying hello and welcome to my friends. Oh, right. What's TG saying? TG from Canada. Do it in French, TG. Yeah, that's a stereotype, man. Marge speaks French. Oui, oui, yeah, See? I know what that means. Th- that on. was <laughs> yes, yes. French Hello. Too. Come on, I was a French uh, how are you? student. Uh, okay, how are you? That's pretty much, yeah. 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 How about that? Omelette du fromage. I am the cheese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Le grand fromage. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm Temple Grower from Treaty 6 territory, a.k.a. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And uh, I grow in super soil, and I hope you're all doing really good today, or well, or grammatically accurately. Uh, yeah. And then Marge, also from Canada. Yeah, guten Abend. <laughs> 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 That's my oh, very international. It was good. Today. It was good. Oh, yeah. Tannenbaum. Yeah, everybody in. oh, Tannenbaum. Yeah, we had to learn that in French class for some reason. <laughs> and then, oh, then we've got Monkey from the Southeast USA. Monkey, I don't know what, like, I mean, you got Spanish? I got nothing, man. So I'm just oh. going to say hi from the, from the sunny and warm southeast, guys. <laughs> man. Well, there we go. Professionally enough for this week. What are you saying? Who wants to go first? Anybody? Marge, do you want to go first? You don't go first very much. Would you like to? Well, get I would be and... delighted to. Yes, nice. I would be delighted. So this article comes from High Times, and I think it's good news. Cleveland officials file motions to expunge 4,000 cannabis convictions. It's very good news. It's very good news. It's yeah, very good, good news. Yes. Good and I day. really believe that other municipalities should be sitting up and taking note on this. So city officials in Cleveland, Ohio, have filed motions to expunge more than 4,000 past misdemeanor weed convictions, uh, making good on a 2020 ordinance to reform the city's cannabis policy. Sweet. So basically they all came together and thought this is a good idea. And we, you know, they're hoping to give folks all across the city and region a second chance at getting good jobs, improving the quality of life um, in recognition, of course, that a lot of these people who had mis- misdemeanor weed cases for like possession, um, you know, that can have a serious impact on such things as getting a job or mm-hmm. having a good quality mm-hmm. of life. So that covers, I think, 4,077 misdemeanor weed cases. Now, this is for possession of 200 grams, about seven ounces or less, dating back to 2017. So I guess that's what... Low-level street dealers and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I really think that's a step in the right direction. I wish more places were doing this kind of thing because obviously mm-hmm. there's lots of people who have been charged with this kind of stuff and that what an impact can have on... All kinds of things, not just being able to get a job, but just being able to go about and live your life. Mm-hmm. And we all know that obviously weed is just a plant. So I, I don't know why more places aren't doing this because I think it's a really positive thing. Like places that have legalized. I'm not even sure why Canada hasn't done this. I mean, in Canada, Canada still know, haven't done this. What, there's still people no. in prison for possession of cannabis in Canada. I, I don't know if they're in prison, but I, my understanding is that if you have any kind of uh, criminal record for minor cannabis charges, and you can correct me on this, mm. TG, if you know any better, but you would have to apply for a pardon in order to have that removed from your criminal record. And that's a pardon in Canada requires quite a bit of paperwork, a long time. And I think it's about $600 if memory serves, give or take, which for a lot of people, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That, so, was, that was one of the things that the current government said that they were going to streamline and they never did. They did not. Yes. Kind of shitty. I think that's bullshit yeah i do because it's i don't think it's that i don't know i don't think it's that difficult to no and to be honest no matter what government would have gotten in power i think that's you know probably what would have happened anyway so Mm -hmm. it's just i'm not shitting on the current government it's just that's what happened and yeah it is a a shame because again people think canada is this 
fucking land of the free home of the weed and like you said we still have these people who you know they can't go in, out of the country because you have these felony mm-hmm. charges on your fucking your you record know. there's lots of restrictions and they say that like i said they were gonna fix it or allow people with that shit to hopefully uh you know it's like you guys it, but, are, are yeah. much further ahead in the race but you still haven't got your shoes tied up yeah <laughs> well, right. it was yeah. like marge did that first mover disadvantage thing and i think that's this is another big case of that you know like mm. we're we're dragging our feet so anyway and i do i do like this statement here uh from a fellow named bibbs i can't remember where i saw his name previously in the article but he's saying we, we're seeing progress in washington on this issue but it's slow there are immediate steps we can take right now in Cleveland to clear the names of over 4,000 residents who deserve a fresh start. And finally, somebody in government who's talking sense. So I do feel like this is good news for people who are living there. If you well, yeah, a, you know, yeah, it's a start. And I, but I don't know why they're limiting it to 200 grams or less. That's that's a bit bullshit. So if, it, if they have a non-violent conviction mm-hmm. for the possession of cannabis up to any fucking amount, then they need to be let out of prison and their records need to be expunged, in my opinion. It's just, it makes no sense otherwise. There's people out there now selling more than 200 grams of cannabis and making a lot of money doing so. When you can't expect to let people make money out of it while somebody is locked up for a stupid amount of time for the same thing. It's a piss take, man. Just more rules and regulations that are being thrown in there for no reason. Right, yeah. Yeah, that, that is a good point. But I feel like at least they're starting with something and this yeah, is a yeah, step for in sure. the right direction. For sure. And it's yeah. finally something positive. And if mm. you're one of those people, 4,000 people, I'm sure you're pretty happy about this. So. Oh, sure. I would yeah. be, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you hear a lot of places talking about doing this. It's good to see at least somebody starting it at some yeah. level, at least. Yeah, I think well, there's the more... been a few places in the States, too, that have done this kind of thing before, but I, there ought to be more of them. Oh, yeah. The more they do it, the more they can show that it's it's a positive on all fronts, you know, for the community that gets more mm. businesses and local people doing their local thing. And from the, the former, you know, incarcerated people's perspective, then, uh, then uh, they get the opportunity to not be fucking ostracized by the community. And, and yeah, everybody mm. wins because these nonviolent offenders, like, yeah, it's just wrong place, wrong time. Most people are like, you and me and everybody else so uh it's 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 shitty and yeah but we do need to move forward with this shit man you guys i mean the states yeah on average because i know there's some places that are still way back there in the in the olden days you know but there's loads of people changing their minds about cannabis and places are moving forward so the things are going to get better eventually okay hopefully so yeah yeah it's good news though. Four thousand people are going to be getting out of prison. Hopefully, it's going to be more eventually. Oh, Steve D'Angelo is working hard on this kind of thing as well. You know. Yeah, I mean, some of the cases he worked on has worked on. He said it was taking years and years to get one prisoner out. So, mm-hmm. some of these jurisdictions are really stubborn here. I mean, when you think about these people, are no threat to the society or community anymore. If if it's only weed crimes, how mm-hmm. much money are we paying to keep them in prison, man? Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. It's, it's bad for them it's bad for us it's bad for everybody but that's yeah. it like we we've had this conversation over here in ireland monkey the very same as what you're saying like it mm-hmm. costs over fucking 80 grand a year mm-hmm. you know to keep somebody locked up and, it <laughs> and could it's be coming out of our pockets isn't it yeah man? yeah and this is could be for somebody who's locked it could be locked up for just yeah. like a hundred fucking euros worth of weed or 500 quid worth of weed because it could be the second or third time they've been fucking caught with it you know it's and fucking ridiculous i saw this funny video that's out there it's only like a minute long just some quick comedy sketch video and these guys escape from prison they jump up the fence and then they're running off and then they go to a hairdresser's and the hairdresser fucks up their hair they go to the the shop and the clothes get torn as they're buying them and shit. you know they just get inconvenienced in loads of different ways while they're trying to change their identity and mm-hmm. you know survive in the real world and everybody just keeps fucking up making mistakes ruining shit and so they just turn back and start running back into the prison you know because <laughs> in some cases it's just fucking easier there you know well that's that was the, you don't remember that that situation in Shawshank Redemption you know the prisoners get out mm-hmm. and they're having trouble mm-hmm. readjusting to the real world institutionalized exactly yeah. <laughs> 
It's crazy, man. Want to be told when to go to bed and when to wake up. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want your freedom taken away from you, though. That's no, I wouldn't. But uh, I mean, that's what the, that's what they were saying in the movie. You know, crazy. There's a good uh, YouTube channel out there. Just a quick plug for uh, called Larry Lawson. I think his name is. He's uh, ex Jewel Feith, and he was in prison for a long time. And he's got a YouTube channel explaining all his stories and shit for throughout his time in prison. Good channel, Larry Lawson. Check out if you don't watch that yeah. shit already. It's a good channel. Hey. The reason why this is slower than we'd like it to is like there are people making money. We as taxpayers are paying for all of this, just like we always do. But mm -hmm. the, the prison guard unions and those types of people, the people that lobby to keep these laws to make sure that they can still arrest and, and incarcerate low level cannabis offenders, um, which have really there's no reason why they shouldn't be out in society. They're nonviolent. You know, they don't pose any threat at all. They're they're hurting no one by doing what they're doing. And yet it, they're easy. Like, you know, it's the, it's the low hanging fruit thing. And until I guess the paradigm of people like, you know, think of the children, cause they always play on, on the safety of society shit where, and then, you know, it's, it, the, the, the conversation gets so convoluted with, with other drugs getting thrown in there and organized crime, because that, that is part of the black market. It's not part of the cannabis. It's part of the mm -hmm. black market, which mm -hmm. cannabis has to be a part of because of prohibition. And, and then therefore you get everybody except for the ultra, you know, the, I guess for lack of a better term, the liberal people on the, on the side of cannabis that know that that's all bullshit with the people that are on the fence. And then especially the, the other side, the conservative people that are against the shit, they're just like, yeah, you know, that's a good point. Or it's, they have to be really convinced right so to let out a bunch of you know these offenders that are in, in prison for drugs just to put it in those simple statements is like you know government couldn't do that because people would be up in arms because only a, a small population kind of actually know what that really entails but mm -hmm. uh if you know am i coming across rationally <laughs> that makes I, I sense i think so i think so yeah, yeah. so like it's like that's why shit you know it's always we always have to take it so fucking slow because the majority of people are kind of just indifferent right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um it's, it's easy to get into an echo chamber and you know we're all here we talk about weed yeah. every day you know we grow it smoke it it's yeah. normal to us but some people very rarely encounter right. cannabis at all the and general when they population do, they still right? think about how it was back in the day yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I always make the comparison with death metal. You know, I listen to a lot of like horrible death metal that talks about, you know, entrails being ripped out of bodies and stuff like this. And for me, oh, it's just like, 18 plus. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all normal to me. But when I'm like, hey, check this out to someone who's never listened to it, they're just like horrified. Right. And same thing with with cannabis in that sense where you just you have to really like people need to to really know somebody that's affected by it in other than just reading it on the news and shit unless they're really fucking you know rational about shit or something which mm -hmm. doesn't really happen very often because people got other shit to think about especially non-weed smokers right so sorry about that's, that that's but yeah a, no that's a good point yeah um it was just in my head because so, at least we have some good news there anyway you know, these well, people are getting released from prison yeah, for being for sure. locked up for stupid fucking reasons in the first place. Let's hope it continues and goes forward. Mine is good news, too. Um, actually, we talk about all these studies, you know, they need to do more studies and shit and study this, study that. Here's a study. Marijuana legalization tied to significant decrease in foster care placements. New study finds. This is from Marijuana Moment uh, by Kyle Yeager or I assume it's Jaeger. Sorry if I mispronounced that name. But um, yeah, basically, they did a study. It was at the University of Mississippi. Researchers at the University of Mississippi studied the, the basically in states where cannabis has been legalized. Um, these researchers found that there is a 10% decrease in foster care admissions. So 10% less kids having to Fucking you know, go to go to foster care and thereby uh, be placed into foster care homes. That's probably because so many people are not getting arrested. Yeah, well, they get into that actually. Um, they the further they say though, if legalized nationally, it would result in hundreds of millions of dollars. And they they go into the specific 
I get they get mm-hmm. the number six hundred and seventy five million dollars annually. It Damn. could save um, if marijuana, i.e., cannabis, was legalized uh, nationally in the United States, and it would only get more uh, more savings would only be incurred as as the program or as that would uh, continue in the future. And they theorize that this is due to a couple of factors. Um, the fact that cannabis is generally associated with a decrease in alcohol use, and there's studies to show that in states and places where cannabis has been legalized, alcohol use does go down. Mm-hmm. And so that could be resulting in less uh, parental neglect or maltreatment due to alcohol abuse, because we all know that booze is, you know, the fucking number one most harmful drug societally. People and change, man. It's, it's a terrible thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also because foster placements due to physical abuse, parental neglect, and par- parental incarceration. Um, uh, yeah. Because in states where marijuana has been legalized, that kind of thing generally is on the decrease as well. Mm-hmm. So, and then, yeah, states like California have policies to protect parental rights uh, for adults and also medical marijuana patients. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's really, really good news. And yeah, uh, good. they still need to do a little bit of research to confirm, you know, whether or not this is true in the long term. But I can suggest one good way of doing that would be how about legalizing cannabis and it'll it'll happen. You it's know, crazy talk. It's Fucking crazy. <laughs> what do you think of the children? We are. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought that's what I was doing. I don't mm-hmm. have kids, so I, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm all for it. Fucking like I, I've heard and read so many stories and seen the videos of people getting their kids taken away by social services because mm-hmm. someone narked them because they saw them smoking a joint or something or this and that and the cops came and yeah it was a joint or something and yeah it's crazy it's shit. it's just so fucked up it ruins families yeah. and it does you so look, much more societal harm than it's than it's you look at the people that are the nicest people in the world. You know, from fucking Monday through to fucking Thursday. And my moments. They hit the drink <laughs> and then they turn into the biggest bastard or bitch in the world and could go home and bait the living snot out of the fucking family. But you'd never know because yeah. they're lovely people. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what drink does. You know, like you could put a thousand people that don't know each other into a room that and they might not necessarily like each other. Drop a fucking pound of weed in there. They're all going to be best <laughs> friends where you have four people that don't like each other and put a bottle of vodka in front of them or a bottle of whiskey. Someone got to be dead by the end of that night. You know? <laughs> that it ad infinitum, man. Like you talk to any bouncer or any police <laughs> officer and what, what are the most common things? Like obviously bouncers at clubs, but you never hear them say, oh yeah, it was the weed guys that were fighting. Oh yeah, it was the weed guys that beat the no. shit out of his wife. <laughs> no, no, and then no, the no. stoners came out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, and just, yeah, just killed everybody with their bongs, you know. Fuck. You know, it's just a like, big cloud of smoke. You know, like fucking, you don't even even if you look at the A and E departments and that, you don't see a full of fucking drunk or stoners attacking the yeah. fucking nurses and doctors. You see yeah. a full of fucking drunks, and yet they're yeah. they're allowed to peddle alcohol fucking freely on every corner. Every you know, sports team that wins the Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup, they're all boozing out in the streets, burning cars and shit. Yeah, you know? drinking. You don't see that at fucking at the can of cup, do you? No. 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 You no. see some blazing, all right. It's just not fucking cars. Just go to Vancouver for 420, and you know every year the Van- Vancouver always bitches and complains because people like apparently they destroy the the lawn, and yet they have like every other festival that does the exact same thing there but doesn't clean it up vancouver uh 420 usually is really really good for cleaning up all their trash and like making it look better than when they got there and yet mm-hmm. they're still like shit on because you know stoners for, yeah so but no booze is just fine beer gardens oh yeah great <laughs> yeah they leave the cans and bottles well, laying around there everything is fine in moderation you know you have exactly to- yeah, exactly. The alcohol is too available. They need to start putting restrictions on alcohol that are on like cannabis. You know, you're like, you can't have more than six cans. Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what I mean? You imagine, imagine that shit. You're you're fucking fucking weekend if you fuck no more than six cans in the I mean, house. My God. No, no, you're, no, you're only allowed to carry two. From the dead, man. You know? <laughs> he would be here instantly. 
only allowed to carry two bottles of beer. You're only allowed to have 24 maximum in your house. You know, mm. why, why can't we do this? Well, it's all about safety, right? It's all about thinking about the public safety. That's right. Fuck it. Well, that's it. Like for somebody who doesn't even fucking drink, I've got about fucking 40 litres of alcohol in the fucking press there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's ridiculous. I hate drinking and I have so much booze. Yeah. <laughs> drink all that at once and, you know, you won't be getting up tomorrow. Twice, but fucking drink one bottle, man. And this mm-hmm. is the shit that fucking annoys me about fucking. Like, if if you, everybody has had a friend who has got fucking way too drunk and has got rowdy, and you've just been like, oh, for the love of God, will this cunt just ever fuck off? <laughs> no. But, and then you have somebody else who has just got way too stoned. You just go, ah, bless the poor fucker. <clears throat> Put him in the corner and let him sleep it off. You know? God, I've been both those people, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not. I think we all have marriage. Yeah. It's no fun, but it's yeah. definitely a lot. But we safer. saw we saw an article this week out in the news where it it seems as if it clay it looks as if from the title that cannabis is deadly too. Ooh, uh, uh, I'm sure you all seen this fucking article. Absolutely ridiculous, Ridiculous. But this is from Sky News, which is it's a worldwide news organization, really. And the title says, Cannabis Sweet Warning After Woman Dies in London. And this is tragic, man. This chick was uh, 22, yeah. 23 years old, and she She's is... a law student, I believe. Really? Totally tragic. Yeah. Absolute but. bullshit, man. A man has been charged over the supply of a synthetic cannabinoid, which are chemicals designed to act like the main so- psychoactive chemical in cannabis. Yeah. So there for a fucking go. start right there, it's not cannabis, is it? It's some nope, it's no, some no, chemically no. altered shit. And it, I don't even know why they can put cannabis in the title. This is the Shitness. type of shit, man. This is why nothing, like, like I was just saying, shit is so fucking slow because of this type of fucking bullshit. I'm pointing mm-hmm. at the screen and yelling at it right now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not fucking cannabis. This don't is say it's child. cannabis. You know, this yeah. is this is somebody's daughter, man. This is I don't think she had children, but she would have eventually, maybe one day, which them options are gone for her now, just because of the ridiculous the ridiculous laws that are in yeah. this country. If if cannabis was legalized and properly regulated, this woman would still be alive. Mm-hmm. It's simple mm-hmm. as that. It's as simple as that. Well, Another death because that. of this stupid re, what man, what word am I looking for? Draconian. Oh, it is. So many fucking words you can put to this shit. It's absolutely ridiculous, man. This poor chick. Prohibition kills, man. Weed doesn't Mm -hmm. kill. Prohibition Mm -hmm. kills. Definitely. For sure. And it's about time that started to get seen. Uh, Officers have issued a warning following the death of a woman in London. uh, Death of a woman died in London. Well, that doesn't seem right. Officers had issued a warning following the death of a woman died in London. You see, that's not worded correctly, is it? Come on, Sky News. Who died? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> in that London, died. who had oh eaten what she believed to be a cannabis sweet. The 23-year-old bought the gummies via a messaging app on her phone, and they were delivered to her home in South Park Drive, Ilford, on the 29th of March. Don't know why that's important. Messaging app, yeah, that's you know? sketchy. You know, that's. Well, they don't want <laughs> if they don't want to say a WhatsApp or any particular messaging <laughs> app because that you get sued. <laughs> it's bringing to light that this is how it's being done yeah, now. Exactly. It's not mm-hmm. done with the street corners anymore and down yeah. the black alleys. Yeah. It's all done fucking via. It's, mm-hmm. it's already in your house, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Is what they're telling you. Yeah. So uh, the you know, sweets... It's being delivered by fucking... Oh, sorry. He was just saying the sweets came in a package with the name. I don't even know what this says. I don't know whether it's a typo, but there's no way I could pronounce this word here. It says T-double-R-double-L-I. Peachios. Trillies. It's trilly, trilly, peachy ring. Trillies instead of trolleys. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah. some kind of sweets tasted like peach, which peach is tasty. It's cool. Delicious. Yeah. You know? yeah. But the logo in that picture sure looks like the trolley logo, doesn't it? Yeah. We haven't got there yet. I haven't uh, put that oh. on oh, sorry. I, I was looking. I don't even know what trolleys are. But anyway, the woman know. and a 21 year old friend both ate one each, but both immediately fell ill and were taken to an East London hospital for treatment. However, the 23-year-old died on Saturday. Wow. Wow. Just from eating one candy, too. One. Absolutely fucking shocking. Mm. You know, you have to be really careful. And it's synthetic cannabis, so people are going to assume that shit's safe. Mm -hmm. And it's just fucking not, is it? You're better off just taking, like, actual cannabis because it doesn't kill anybody. (laughs) 
It's fucking fast, man. They look very similar to the fucking package that I have here in front of me that I got a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, maybe it's time, GB. Reading this article here, maybe it's time you stop buying any edibles from the fucking internet, man. You don't know what the fuck's in this shit. I didn't buy it from the internet. I bought it from somebody I trusted, but I don't think they would have known. But they might not know as well, you know? Yeah. But I think Mm -hmm. that these guys specifically... When when I bought this this shit, knowing that it was uh, some other cannabinoid, or you know, of, mm. maybe it was spice or something. Maybe it says in the article. Yeah. Uh, so they were taken to oh, the girl died on Saturday, just twenty three years old. Man, shocking. The Met said her identity was not being released at this time. The twenty one year old has since been discharged from hospital following treatment. And how like survival gifts are that? You know, these people who have friends die and they're doing similar situations and, you know, like in a car crash and things like that. A friend dies in a car crash. People who survive, they live with survivor's guilt, man. Imagine being that 20, 21 years old and your friend has died after taking the same suite you took. You went to hospital. You came out. They didn't. That's like PTSD. Or it's going to make you suffer for the rest of your life, man. That's, that's right. bullshit. Oh, yeah, that's awful. You're a changed person after that. Mm-hmm. Officers have issued a warning of the suites and said a number have been recovered and were being tested. So we get to find out exactly what was in them soon enough. Uh, we'd have to do a follow well, up on that. You uh, never know what was exactly in the one that she ate, but yeah. You mm-hmm. know. Chief Superintendent Stuart Bell of the Met's East Area Basic Command Unit said, please do not buy or consume these products. They are illegal uh, and because of the child-friendly packaging, they pose a risk of accidental consumption. Well, Charlie, friendly packaging, it's packaged just like a regular looking old suite with the big graphic on the mm. front and everything like that. Looks like a kid would look at this thing and say, yeah, man, that's a great snack. Yeah. Uh, this, the particular batch of sweets were contained in packaging featuring Trudy Peach O branding. It has not been confirmed at this stage where the sweets were manufactured. Drug dealers harm communities and risk the safety of individuals. We will take positive action and target those engaged in this activity as one well of those found in possession of these substances. So what they're pretty much saying in that sentence there is they still don't fucking learn, man. You know what I'm saying? You're going to carry on doing the same shit you've been doing for all these fucking years, which is clearly not working and he's clearly putting more people at risk. And these motherfuckers just got to carry on. Just going to carry on mm-hmm. as normal. A man has since been charged with possession with intent to supply class B synthetic cannabinoid, uh, being concerned in the supply of synthetic cannabinoids and possession with intent to supply of psychoactive substances. Uh, synthetic cannabinoids are chemicals designed to act like the main psychoactive chemical in cannabis and have also been called names, including spice and black mamba. The four said the man arrested was also found in possession of a large quantity of cash and what they believe to be edible cannabis products. The Met said the case may be linked to another incident in March, which a woman was taken to hospital after eating what they described as a cannabis suite in the Tower Hamlets area of London. An inquiry is underway to establish whether the suite was from the same batch involved in the Ilford death. Some bullshit, right? At that sense, you said if, if there was no prohibition, we would have fucking proper dispensaries or proper coffee shops mm-hmm. or, or cannabis clubs where people can go and purchase safe medicine or safe recce fucking just to fucking have a good time if they want you know mm-hmm. they don't have to be going to these fucking things man here we are even if it's shitty you're not gonna die when you smoke it so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you know and it will be shitty i guarantee you that <laughs> <laughs> but it's just fucking it's and it goes to show it's a misinformation because they keep on going on that it's kind of it's not cannabis if it's no, a synthetic, you know, they don't talk about fucking it's a difference between opium and, and uh, fentanyl. Well, exactly. That's mm-hmm. what I was about mm-hmm. to say, monkey. I was just trying to think of the fucking the thing of the vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. You know, it's that there, there is a significant difference. Like it was the same thing when they had the head shops out and you were getting people that were here to get the bath salts. That was like the synthetic coke. And, the, and mm-hmm. the, there was still the different the the difference and they differentiated between them mm-hmm. you know even back at the time to- back then at the time you know so like they're just they're they're trying to keep cannabis down as always yeah i i've never fucked with those synthetics you know but mm-hmm. to my knowledge they don't even act like thc does 
So no, like, they don't. honestly, all they do, all they're doing is using cannabis as a marketing fucking term mm-hmm. yeah. because people want cannabis. This is supposedly like cannabis, therefore, you know. But it's not, and it's horseshit. And the fact that this fucking article still uses cannabis because it's not, yeah. it's an entire, entirely different fucking molecule. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like no, calling me something else. Yeah. Sorry, Marge. What were you gonna say? <laughs> so the only nod to it that it's not really cannabis is in the title. It's like quote unquote. Yeah, the quotes. <laughs> but I mean, who's re- really reading that? It They're still says like, fucking cannabis. Yeah, you know? exactly. And people who get, you know, people who know that you're a smoker. Well, and they're not smokers. They don't know what's going on. We come up to you and be like, "Do you hear about that girl who died after taking weed?" So mm-hmm. goddamn. Well, it's, it's a tactic know. to scare you away mm-hmm. from it. Still, mm-hmm. you know. And like so obvious but so underhanded and it's so mm-hmm. greasy mm-hmm. and it happens You're, everywhere it's propaganda yeah. this is how it and, works and to use you know this poor girl's very very tragic and unfortunate death you know like i don't know i just it's it's not cannabis so don't tell don't no. say it's cannabis and it's a synthetic chemi- chemical that has you're correct tg it's been labeled yeah. here it's it's commonly called synthetic marijuana how about how about writing about- the news what we just talked about and like this is this is actually a result of prohibition because there's Mm no real or uh, regulated supply of safe cannabis this girl had to go to the black market and get this bullshit that fucking isn't even real and got it from a guy that didn't even give a fuck about anything but money so he doesn't give a shit what he's selling and therefore that's what happens you know but they don't write that the Mm. other side of the coin is he could have been just somebody who's out trying to make a few pound and didn't realize because he bought these himself from a fucking site in America sure. or in Canada or mm-hmm. somewhere saying that it's fucking, or somebody gave them, sold them. Yeah, see, saying, don't, don't, these are uh, cannabis fucking gummies. Don't blame on no? malice what can be easily blamed on stupidity. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There's somebody to That's blame it. here, though. Somebody's making There is someone to be, to be blamed. <laughs> but like, there is, it's, it's, it's prohibition. Yeah. That's that's what is blame. prohibition. You know, there, no. there's a demand out there, and people will find something to fill that demand. Mm-hmm. Right. The only way to stop this from happening is to properly fucking legalize and regulate all drugs, not just cannabis. That's the mm. only way it can be done. They are easily accessible to everybody, and it's about time we take the safety of the consumer into consideration. So, mm-hmm. this so the Portugal model—it's no longer a crime; it's it's a social issue. Yeah, that would right. be the best way. It's a it's step like in the a, right direction. Like it is. And maybe we yeah. should all follow the same type thing as what my article is follows in. And it is Croatia opens a cannabis museum. Ooh, Croatia has gone quite liberal with cannabis. Um, it's still illegal to sell it, but we'll come into that with um, with the an admission or with an admission ticket that can be rolled and smoked. Croatia's new cannabis museum offers an experience. Exp- experience what was that experience <laughs> experience i cannot say experiential <laughs> going through the plants intoxicating history featuring odes to the reggae music and stoner movies nice. just opposite zagberg's zagreb's main police station in the country that still outlaws marijuana for recreational use it is the latest in a string of quirky establishments in the Croatian capital to include museums dedicated to hangovers, broken relationships, and even the 1980s. The plant is present in the history of humanity and in in almost all civilizations and undoubtedly deserves a museum, Mr. Krakun, the museum's owner, owner tells AFP. So it is in Croatia, it was in 2015 that they legalized medicinal cannabis for and it's a pretty similar system to what we have in Ireland, so that if you have AIDS or um cancer or epilepsy, like so that can get it. But they have and they have the sale of CBD and things once it has less than 0.2% THC content, mm. and it is quite big the CBD market in that. But they have allowed you are allowed to grow up to nine high THC plants for personal use. Oh, really? In Croatia. So you can home home grow so, and, and home consume legally. Yes. But Ooh. once you don't do it for, and this is so, I, I, it will be interesting because this is what I can read on, on different sites 
one, and this is coming from um, where was this now? It was drugsinc.eu, and they were saying that you can grow up to nine cannabis plants, adults are, which is fucking cool. Um, sweet, man. but yeah, that so Croatia cool. has it, and that's they said that. Um, the one funny thing about it is the museum is just a stone's throw away from the police station, is a coincidence, but admission is free for employees of the Interior Health and Agricultural Ministries. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're the ones that regulate cannabis. Okay. That's a smart move. <laughs> it is. No, so well, I thought just a bit of good news to end. So if anybody's in Croatia, you'll have to check it out and report back to us. But do, yeah, ever, it'd be interesting. Anybody been to yeah. Amsterdam? You've been to Amsterdam, right, GB? To Amsterdam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've been to the uh, Cannabis Museum in Amsterdam? I have indeed. Sweet. No, it's it's small. Bit, it's small, yeah, and it's a bit kind of yeah, you could kind of do it a bit of an update. It's like the sex museum over there. It's a bit yeah, fucking yeah. outdated at this stage. You know, they need to kind of jazz it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Bring it with the times. But it's something. It's, it's, it's it more is. good news. You know, we haven't had some good news this week. We've only had that one shit story so far. Because yeah, we have one right. more from Monkey, which is uh, well, it kind of sounds like right? it kind of sounds like a shit story. It's it's confusing at the title though, really. So, it comes from NBC Washington uh, in the news. It says D- DC Council votes against closing marijuana gifting loophole. We can say cannabis, but the title does say marijuana in this. God uh, damn it! And they're referring <laughs> to Washington DC here, as as far as DC goes. Now, I guess. We could go different ways on this. We could straight into the article, but I think it'd be better maybe to go ahead and set this up by explaining a little bit of a controversially uh, confusing and legal situation in D.C. Recreational marijuana cannabis is legal in Washington, D.C. However, the sale of recreational cannabis is not allowed in D.C. because it's a federal federally controlled uh, area. It's, it, it has a city government, but it also has to follow certain federal guidelines. It's very, very confusing. However, medical marijuana is legal and there are seven operating dispensaries in the city. So that'll set up the whole story right there, okay? Now, the DC council votes against closing marijuana gifting loopholes. In a narrow vote, the D.C. City Council failed to approve emergency legislation that would lift the requirement of seeing a doctor before you're able to purchase medical marijuana. Mm. What that basically said is they wanted to, to, to let every every citizen in, in Washington, D.C., who's over 21, decided if they needed medical marijuana on their own. <laughs> I okay. thought that was kind of humorous. It's like, okay, so basically <laughs> what that was, would have done is it would have legalized weed for anybody who wanted it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, you don't need, so you can just walk in there and be like, oh, my back, bit of a bad back today, bro. Give me a, give me 3.5 <laughs> of that silver haze, please. Thank you kindly. Exactly. Stuff. Now, <laughs> I'll, I'll add to this information here that already in Washington, D.C., if you're over the age of 65, you can already do this. So if you're a senior citizen in D.C. and you feel like, oh, I think I'm feeling sick today, you can walk into a medical dispensary and self-diagnose yourself to needing the cannabis. So there's a magic switch that gets turned at, you know, 64 and 99, so, 100s, and bam, you know, all of a sudden you're legal. When I was a kid. You're, you're intelligent enough to make your own choice. All right. So that, that's just setting up, the, you know, this whole situation here and the idiocracy of the whole situation. Uh, yeah, is it going to be? keeps going and says the setback for patients in dispensaries is good news for dozens of stores that are getting around the law by gifting marijuana as purchases, al- along with other purchases. So the article is actually pro the city council doing this because what it's doing is it's saying this is allowing this gray market in the city that still exists, and it's the only way that you can get recreational cannabis in in a city is through this gray gifting area here so the 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 gray market in dc is so strong and so powerful they're estimating that it is 500 million dollars a year that's being siphoned off off of the go to dc like to see the washington (laughs) monument and that abe lincoln where you're sitting there yeah cool well, you can't you can't smoke there because that's federal land and it's still oh. illegal to consume on federal. Yeah. Thing. D.C. is so con- conflicted that's there. Fucked up. That's like Canada, man. What the hell? It is. I mean, well, I mean, even even in the legal states in the United States, you can't you cannot go into a federal park, a st- yeah. you know, national park. You can't you can't consume cannabis there. Anyway, that's that's a whole different things. But anyway, um, 
if the legislation would have passed, it would have put hundreds, if not thousands of people out of work supplying this uh, gray market right there. So 60% of the people who are involved in the industry of, of providing this, this gray market are either black or Hispanic. So in a way, not having recreational cannabis has allowed these people to enter the gray market. Now, with the, how the whole gray market works is, you know, you may walk into a store over there and that you may want to buy a bong. And that's a hundred dollar bong there. But, oh, it's going to come with a free gift of half, half an ounce or whatever. You know what I mean? So, you know, kind of buy this stamp Great for, for uh, seventy dollars. You know? <laughs> yes. Well, one of the big, big things that is still happening over there in the gray market is you don't purchase the cannabis, but you do purchase a courier service that, that gives you the free gift. Mm-hmm. You're purchasing the time, not the yeah. fucking product. Exactly. Perfect. And that's, you know, and this is still legal there today and still totally legal there today. So I don't know. What do you guys think? OK, if, if city council would have approved this, it would have basically allowed these seven medical dispensaries to become anybody's dispensaries so is that a good thing or a bad thing or should we allow the gifting to continue because what this what the, what the legislation would have done is it would have imposed a thirty thousand dollar fine for anybody who was caught gifting wow Ooh, that, that's well, ridiculous that's, no, yeah. that's you know 30 g's it's like goddamn man what the, what goes through these people's fucking heads no they definitely need to keep that i mean mm-hmm. maybe they should just fucking i know it's federally la, 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 but like Figure that shit out and like just fucking have gifting and stores, fuckheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. both. Mm-hmm. But they just let people do what they fucking want with it. What's, yeah. what's wrong with these people? We gift in their stores. Nobody's like doing anything. I don't know. So I gift all the time. The stores. Yep. I've been gifted stuff that's been bought in the store, you know? Holy shit. Use your little gift up to, isn't it 30 grams? Yeah. Well, yeah, like in one day or what? Oh, well, time? That, good question. <laughs> Can I walk away and then turn around and be like, here's 30? Here's 30. Here's and when, 30. I asked I that, when we asked that question in Colorado, we were told it was per transaction. And this was on purchases when you're in, in yeah. there. It's like, oh, yeah. we can only sell you so much, but I yeah. could walk out of the door and I could walk next door to the next dispensary and I can keep doing this as I'm walking yeah. down the street to 15 or 20 dispensaries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here too, man. <laughs> Same thing. See, it's just these stupid fucking rules, man. It's, they, they just make the job harder for the police, really. And who the fuck is enforcing this shit anyway? Um, it's hard to say. Right now, it sounds like nobody is because mm. the gray market's still alive and well, you know? But how um, can you enforce it? Like, in fairness, they're not able to enforce prohibition laws properly. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to be able to afford, try to enforce prohibition laws and legal laws at the same time and do them if, if efficiently or effectively. I think it yeah. just becomes something else that can prosecute people for when they're mm. caught for something, you know. So if they, if you're allowed to grow four plants legally, for example, and then you get found out for, I don't know, selling cocaine or something, mm-hmm. then they can be like, oh, Andy's over the limit there. He's got six plants instead of four, you know. But I don't think they got like a team of people who go around. I don't know, TG, you'd know. They got a team of people who go around just like you, know, you see, you have a certificate that you're allowed to grow. Can uh, we just check and make sure that you got the right yeah. amount? Of shit? I mean, yeah, technically, Health Canada does have inspectors that could anytime. I, I'm not sure if I have to be like served a notice or if they can just show up based on the fact that I'm registered and by registering, I, I agree to certain mm-hmm. terms kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should probably look like into firearms that. type thing. If you have yeah. a fucking gun, they have to go and. They yeah. have the right to come and check to make sure you have it's in the safe and it's not loaded and it's not all blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. do over here. Oh, yeah, it's for like the, Canada. But... From a medical perspective, yeah. Um, there are actually, I just saw a notice that people who have like quite large prescriptions, like double digit kind of things, or, you know, 20 plus grams a day. So they get to grow a lot of plants. Mm-hmm. They're starting to be looked into more. Um, I'm not really sure the reasons if it's like a narc situation or if health Canada is just like, that's the, where the black market is still whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, from a legal perspective too, being that I do work in the legal industry. Yeah. Health Canada has like auditors and inspectors that will come around at just out of the blue and look at shit and make mm-hmm. sure that all your paperwork is your, you know, your eyes are dotted T's are crossed kind of thing. Everything's up to spec. So um, yeah, they do exist. Uh, wow. but not well, not very often have they, yeah, they're sent used. out if they have a report rather than just going, yeah, basically. Random. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Well, in this story here, though, the situation seems to be it's like the owners of the medical dispensaries say that they're losing money to, to these quote unquote illegal market. Mm-hmm. So right, I, I would ask, I would propose the, the, the thing instead of putting a fine on people who gift, how about just letting people who think that they need medical marijuana buy it and still allow the gifting that way everybody can participate? Yeah. You know, instead of sitting there, this, this is legislation, this is a money grab, man. Yeah, yeah. No and how are they losing money? I mean, people who are just going in there with their well, medical certificate, buying an ounce, selling it outside, they're still selling weed. It's just somebody selling. else is selling it for a little bit of profit outside. They're missing out on some, but they're still getting yeah. money. Well, what's happening is um, a lot of this stuff that, that's being gifted, you see, in home grow is legal. You can't, you can't have a, 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 a legal recreational mm. place to buy anything, but you can grow your own up, up to six plants in your home. And that means three flowering, three in veg. So there are loopholes around how to get this this mm-hmm. uh, cannabis into the market and gift it and things like that. But what it sounds like is, you know, the legal market's upset now that the homegrown market is filling a niche that that you know for, for less expensive, more convenient, easy easier to get kind of stuff like that. So let the city council mm-hmm. just le- level the playing field and let's see who really wins, who's got the best product, and what does the public really want. Mm-hmm. That's a great model, though, man. Like, can you, if if there was like a local cooperative of Saskatoon growers Mm -hmm. that you could join and like you had some stuff and you could just, you know, distribute it, yeah, Yeah. somehow, um, that would Mm -hmm. that would be fucking awesome. You could always start that movement there, TG. Yeah, well, we true, we we do gift, right? We Mm -hmm. so uh, TG's ganja gifting meetups. Yeah, oh, I've been I've been wanting to do a seed swap stuff, so that could be a big part of it, and I think probably is part of most seed swaps these days. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, so contact TG on on Twitter. Go find him, and then <laughs> you can if you're in Saskatoon and you want to do that kind of thing. Oh yeah, if you're and in you're in not Saskatoon. a narc, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't narc me, you yeah. fucking narcs. I'm not doing anything fucking legal anyway, but still, I don't want to have the fucking inspectors come over here and go through my shit. So fuck off. So uh, any forum news that we have, <laughs> we do that because that's all the news we have this week, right? Yeah. But uh, forum news, we just next week at the start of the show, you know, usually we have this hour long thing and I play that crazy game for the first hour while the music plays, lets everybody show up. I'm going to reduce that back down to 15 minutes. Uh, one more news. Yeah. Did you hear about the Mike Tyson? He can't sell the, the gummy shaped yeah. like he I is. Saw that. Uh, Why can't he? He can't? Why? Uh, this is a uh, this is what our man just said in the chat there, but he can't sell it. I mean, in some places he won't be able to, but I'm sure he can he, in others. I heard he would he couldn't do it in Colorado because there's a uh-huh. law against having any kind of candy shaped like a body part. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't read the story. I wish I would have, but I saw that headline and yeah, I, I thought it might be something to do with like Holyfield not like wanting his ear to be eaten all the time. <laughs> I heard. But... I heard Holyfield I don't know. was like was like approved it or whatever oh did he yeah, yeah. He's probably yeah. seems like a cool guy so yeah yeah probably oh, that's uh, i don't know fucking you know always got to kill our funny bunch of debbie downers yeah you know i mean what's wrong with these exactly. people eating the ears come on it was, wasn't like i don't know i don't even know what i think about that i just i eat you know i've eaten hot lips and i've eaten all kinds of body parks parts that are candy or shaped or vice versa. yeah those big feet those are fucking delicious yeah. oh yeah, totally. That's, that's some bullshit, man. And the super cropper in the chat there saying no animals either. What the fuck is that about? Oh, what? You can't have like we have dinosaur. What about dinosaurs? Are those animals? What about animal animal crackers? Come yeah, on. fucking. Break. I just ate a bunch of Teddy Grams. They're shaped like bears. What the hell? That's, that's fucked. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you can't have it in that shape. You can't have it in that shape. What, you just got circles and squares or something? Fucking hell, <laughs> oh, man. No. That'll be, be unfair to geomet- geometric shapes. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You'll have to really eat blobs. You'll have to eat random blobs. <laughs> it's a square, you know? Dimensionless. <laughs> and it has to be half an inch by half an inch. And right. It's got no depth. It's just a one-dimensional yeah. fucking plane. <laughs> one-dimensional. <laughs> you know, one-dimensional community is going to be after you. Fuck's oh, sake. Okay, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the attack is single-dimensional. Uh, the flat earthers. That's who that is, fuckers. No, that's yeah. two dimensions, man. <laughs> Shit, oh, yeah, man. right. That's length. God damn. Yeah, uh, nothing that would appeal to kids. Now, I don't think kids really give a shit what fucking shape it is. I mean, like, try and think of a candy that wouldn't appeal to children what shape would you have it that they would be like i'm not eating that it's in this shape it's like it's gonna have to be like brown and taste like 
Yeah, make it look like an actual piece of shit. And that they, yeah. they might oh, even no, think it's chocolate. Yeah, they, they, they would eat that. That looks like chocolate toothpaste. Mm. You know what the problem is? Is every time, anytime you have something that they see their parents eating, they're like, oh, I want that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is, right? That's kids, monkey oh, see, monkey do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure here in Canada, we have um, an illegal market. This is a, they were talking about this on Twitter. I don't know if this is an April Fool's thing, actually, because I don't remember when I read this. And April <laughs> Fool's just was recently. And it could be because it sounds fucking outrageous, but everybody was really excited about it. Cannabis candies, infused cannabis candies shaped like dicks, like cocks. Right. <laughs> I've seen them before for yeah. parties and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. That's great. Sure, just I mean, good, good weekend. <laughs> I have no issue with that. Except He's like, yeah, that's a normal weekend. No problem. You know, like, are they appealing to, I don't know, like a kid maybe wouldn't even know what that looks like. It just looks like a little candy. It doesn't matter if it's shaped like a dick or a fucking whale. Right. I don't know. Mm. Whales look like dicks, too. If you ever eaten a blue whale, which are delicious, by the way. Amazon um, rockets <laughs> kind of look that way, too, if you know what I mean. But I don't know. I just find it a bit hypocritical that you know, we have all these novelty things and then we can't put a fucking packaging on them. Or I can't have my Swedish berry flavored shit because it might the kids might eat it. Mm. Like the kids, you ever, like I've seen babies eat dirt, you know, they fucking eat whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that's much funny. true. So, yeah. like, I don't know. It's such that's a bullshit argument. That's what everybody can drop in the comments. You know, what shape would you make your cannabis gummies? Yeah. yeah. So don't forget to, because we're going to do this spin here. If anybody's listening to the YouTube, oh, then we we'll, we'll do the spin so we can see who won this week's prize. And if you want to take part in this competition for next week's show, then comment on this video. You can't comment yet. You have to wait until the show ends on this video, Marge. Okay. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this video and not another one, right? Okay. I got right. it. And there we go. That was this week's cannabis news and events. If there's any news article that you would like us to cover in next week's episode, then please head over to percysgrowroom.com and leave a link to that news article in the news thread in the high and homegrown section. You'll find it there. Also, you might have heard there that we're, we're doing a competition every week. All you have to do to take part in this competition is one, you have to be a member of the forum, which is percysgrowroom.com forum. You can sign up there for absolutely free and then if you are a member of the forum, just head over to this week's episode on YouTube, which is the latest live stream we've done, just youtube.com slash high on home growing. You'll see the video, the, the guide to gorilla growing video. If you go there and just leave a comment on the video, then you'll be entered into the competition to be spun for next week. The prize this week will be five Northern light seeds, auto flowers, so you can start your own gorilla grow this year. So why not head over to the video and enter? It's all free, all easy to take part. Just leave a comment on the video telling us what shape your edibles would be in if you decided to make some edibles or if you plan to do a gorilla grow this year, things like that. Just interact with the video, leave a comment. That would be massively appreciated. Of course, as always as well, if you're not a subscriber of the channel, that would be appreciated if you did that. And it would be great if you could share this episode with a friend of yours who also enjoys cannabis. But for now, we'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview or Friday for the Grow Guides, which is all about gorilla growth. So have a good week. We'll see you on Wednesday. And stay high, stay safe and all that. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Bye.